I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBSI Views podcast. We're talking about the adoption of cryptocurrency, digital currency technology, only we're not. What we're talking about, in fact, is how to secure that adoption and how biometrics can help secure that adoption. I'm joined by Vince Graziani, Chief Executive Officer of IDEX Biometrics. Now, what's happening at the moment is there's a lot of hot air about digital currencies. And there's a lot of bewailing and moaning and rending of cloth about cryptocurrencies because of what's happened to their valuations in the wake of the collapse of terror. But people are talking about the adoption of cryptocurrency technology to create digital currencies. This surely is something people are viewing with a certain amount of suspicion, Vince. Yeah, and I can understand why. I think that um, cryptocurrencies have been a great vehicle to really ring out the technology, the blockchain technology, the tracking of the currency, perfecting it so that thing, uh, cryptocurrency or digital currency can't be counterfeited. And we're learning a lot about security through the cryptocurrencies. But the big difference between cryptocurrencies and central bank digital currency is a central bank digital currency is basically like a digital version of your central bank currency today, meaning it's backed by the government. It's a fiat currency, so it's legal tender. So with a central bank digital currency, if there is a digital pound and, um, and you were selling a bag of potato chips for one pound, and I offered you this digital currency, you're obligated to accept that digital currency as legal tender. Whereas cryptocurrencies are really um, a man-made version almost of, I view it as a commodity like gold or silver, where these are not backed by any central banks or any governments, and they float and fluctuate in value up and down with global markets. And because they're brand new, they've fluctuated dramatically. So a lot of people look at that fluctuation and conflate the two things where cryptocurrencies are really a commodity in my mind and digital currencies are just a digital form of cash or money. Okay, so if it's just a form of digital cash and what you've said is that all the technology that needs to make that work has been worked out or proven out as part of the creation of the cryptocurrencies, what's the issue about securing the digital currency? Surely that security you were saying has been created or has been tested out. Yeah, what, and that's another uh, benefit of having now several years under our belts with cryptocurrencies is that there is value there. So um, whenever you have something that is storing value, especially in the digital world, for sure, you're going to have hackers who try to figure out a way to take that away from you. And one of the big lessons that we've come away with from the cryptocurrency world is that storing your cryptocurrency in an online format only, either on your smartphone or on your PC or some other online storage device, you're susceptible to hackers. And even people felt like, well, Crypto wallet on my smartphone can be pretty secure because I have biometric facial recognition or fingerprint recognition on my phone. But because that phone is always on the internet or connected to the cellular network, it's still subject to hackers getting at it through malware that's uh, sent off to you by a text message or an email. And we now have learned through all of that experience that 
we need to go a step further in security and have some sort of offline device that becomes the ultimate key to unlock your, your digital currency or cryptocurrency. And that's where the uh, biometric cards can play a big factor. One of the problems that we've got coming down the track, if we're talking in terms of digital dollar or digital pound or digital euro, we have aging populations to deal with in Europe and in the US. Are people actually going to be able to cope, to understand, to accept this technology, these digital currencies? Will they use them? Will they be able to come to grips with the security measures required? Or are you actually being able to make it simple for them? That's a great question. And we we look at that as all part of the, the general financial inclusion question with it, right? And so one of the things that IDEX tries to enable is a very simple form of currency storage so that let's say you're a senior citizen and, and you're not super comfortable with your smartphone and you have trouble remembering pins, you can have a digital cold wallet that actually stores digital currency in the form factor of a standard payment card or some other form factor that is completely an offline device and only exchanges currency when a POS terminal is powered up and the device harvests energy from that terminal enough to do a transaction. That same transaction can then be secured with your fingerprint or your thumbprint and therefore, the user doesn't have to remember a PIN number, et cetera. So you can imagine a transaction where you go to a convenience store, you buy a loaf of bread and a gallon of milk, and the transaction is just as simple as using a contactless card today, except you hold your digital currency cold wallet over the POS terminal. It powers up. It matches your fingerprint to the fingerprint stored only on the device and says, yes, that is indeed Vince here, and um, I'm going to take $5.50 of digital currency from the store on his wallet. Why does it need to be, I'm just going to press you on this point, why does it need to be digital currency? Because what you've just described is what I do now with a contactless card. And and that's true. I mean, you can do that today. In, 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 in many ways, our, our banking system today is already electronic in many ways. But there are a, a lot of benefits to the digital currency with the blockchain technology. There's traceability of the currency so that if your currency is stolen, there, there might be an opportunity to trace that back to where it went through the blockchain and, and get it back for you. There are benefits with blockchain. It can't be counterfeit. What you're kind of referring to is a difference. And many people have asked me that question. Well, I can wire transfer funds in five minutes and, and buy a car. Why is that different than digital currency? It's That is the trans electronic transfer of cash value. It's electronic currency, but it's not, in fact, digital currency. It's not based on a blockchain. And that's the big difference. It's much, much less secure. I'm going to take issue with one point, and I don't know if anybody's put this to you before. You talk about the traceability of digital currency or blockchain. And it sounds great. Yeah, we can track it down if somebody steals it because the blockchain is immutable and you can't change it. So we can follow the money, as it were. But what about all the people I pay cash in hand? Well, and the gardener, the the painter and decorator. I'm being realistic here. There is a huge chunk of black economy in every country, not not illegal other than the fact it's untaxed, 
we're not breaking any other laws, but we are pay, paying people cash in hand. You're not going to be able to do that in future. No, and I, and by the way, my version of the future is, uh, I know in our our lifetimes and in not, not too distant future, digital currency, central bank digital currencies will exist and probably will become the dominant form of currency. But because of the reasons you just cited, I don't believe cash is going to fundamentally disappear in our lifetimes. There'll be still hard currency and coins because there is that aspect of the of the society where people just still want to live in that cash world. So I envision a future where you'll be able to actually go to your bank and deposit that cash and have it converted to digital currency if you like to do that as an option, or you can just carry and keep a certain amount of hard currency and, and it won't 100% go away. So the currency stays where it's needed, when it's needed for those who prefer to use it let's just put it like that rather than go down the rabbit hole i was disappearing into about cash in hand payments but at the same time we are going to be running a digital currency alongside it which is going to be safer more secure and just as easy to use as the electronic transfers of money we're doing now correct and and theoretically even easier to use you don't you know, electronic cash transfers today requires quite a, a infrastructure and approval system, et cetera, where um, the promise of the digital currency is it's much easier to verify that you actually have that currency available and can transfer immediately. So, And I won't need to remember the PIN number. Well, no, not if you uh, secure it with a, a, a fingerprint biometric. You, you won't have to recall a PIN number. Vince Graziani, Chief Executive Officer of IDEX Biometrics, thank you very much.